0: Show. Hope your afternoon is off to a fantastic start. We have some fun in store for you today, including a whole lot of football led by the National Football League. The Raiders wide out, Antonio Brown, he of the frozen feet and the controversial helmet. He practiced yesterday. Another grievance at the NFL office will be heard this Friday. He has a new certified helmet. Chucky Gruden is smiling on Hard Knocks and otherwise. Meanwhile, your Carolina Panthers head to New England to take on the Patriots. Preseason game number three of four remember we wait all the way until september 8th for the rams to visit charlotte and bank of america stadium for the games that actually matter in the meantime ron rivera does say we'll see some superstars making their debuts in the preseason cam and luke and christian mccaffrey and greg olson and a few others have been practicing of course they did not play a single snap in the first two preseason games. That will change tomorrow night in New England. Cam is expected to get three to four series against Bill Belichick's Patriots. We will talk some football, college and pro with John Beeson. He played at that level. He is an ACC guy as well. Former Miami Hurricanes star now with the ACC Network, which debuts, remember, tomorrow, the launch. It is not a channel today. At least, not in the pr- practical sense that you can dial it up on your TV screen. It becomes an official channel tomorrow. John Beeson drops by third hour. We will have one more special guest a guy who used to work at the ACC and now helps run the North Carolina Sports Hall of Fame. Jeff Elliott will be with us. He'll tell us, among other things, how you can play golf. With the stars of sports here across North Carolina. Or once they've exhausted all of the stars, you could actually end up in my foursome a little bit later this year. More of those details with Jeff Elliott, John Beeson on football, your participation as well. We have a question of the day. Sister Jean is in today's headlines. Remember the wonderful nun who was the chaplain officially a sort of team mascot unofficially for Loyola Chicago's college basketball team when they made that magical run to the Final Four in 2018. Sister Jean turns 100 years old today and has some life advice for the rest of us. U.S. Women's National Team star Carly Lloyd, a huge Philadelphia Eagles fan who grew up near my hometown of Philly. Philly. She visited Eagles camp yesterday. And among other things, calmly booted a 55-yard field goal with a little room to spare and actually converted consistently from, say, the 40-yard range. No word on whether the Chicago Bears have dialed up Carly Lloyd as perhaps a late stage of her soccer career NFL player. Roger Clemens is in the news. The baseball Legend finally has answered questions about whether he's going to make a run for a congressional seat. We have a question of the day that involves the NFL, as the regular season is not too, too far away, and we have two more weeks of guys fighting for jobs on that 53 man roster. The question is this we only dabbled on it yesterday but then we ended up getting into a lot of other things. I'll answer some of your questions about the ACC network as it launches tomorrow. Bottom line for us and our statewide audience, although we have listeners overwhelmingly in North Carolina, I would say secondarily we have a lot of listeners in Virginia and South Carolina. And our footprint actually matches the Atlantic Coast Conference footprint very, very well. You know it's a 15-school league now, but the intensity of how people follow and how much they care about the Atlantic Coast Conference, I'm not saying there aren't diehards in Florida and near Notre Dame and up in the Boston area near B.C., but the numbers are much more intense in a three-state area, and there's no doubt about it. Commonwealth of Virginia has two ACC members, right? We have four, and the headquarters of the league is in Greensboro. South Carolina has just one, but it is the mighty Clemson Tigers of the football side of things. As we speak, the majority of North Carolina fans who follow the ACC and other college sports now have access to the ACC network. Now, there's all sorts of questions and confusion, and I'll try to help you with those questions today, some pouring in by email. You can always tweet at us, at David Glenn Show. The bottom line is, the biggest satellite company, DirecTV, is carrying the ACC network. The largest cable company here is Spectrum Charter. They now have agreed to cover the carry the ACC network. Now, if you're a customer of one of those two, and in our state, they're heavyweights, okay? If you're in Virginia, Comcast is the number one cable company. They have not yet agreed to carry it. So even though here best I can tell most have a carrier that are carrying the ACC network one state to our north and they love their ACC Hokies fans and Cavs fans well maybe they're a direct TV customer and they're fine but many 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 that I know including Virginia Tech's own athletic director Whit Babcock he's a Comcast customer He's the Hokies AD. He's got to get the ACC network. He actually told us he gets the SEC network and the Big Ten network on his Comcast package. No ACC AD is going to live in a reality where they can get those channels but not their own. We are near the launch, of course, one day in terms of the launch of the channel. We're near exclusive programming in terms of actual games. Remember, you love documentaries. You're going to get Coach K and his Jay Billis, Johnny Dawkins recruiting class. You're going to have Dabo and the Tigers and Bobby Bowden and the Seminoles. But when it comes to you want to watch ECU against NC State on August 31st, we'll be there with the big tailgate tour. But if you're not there in person, the only way to watch it is if you are a subscriber to a carrier that's agreed to carry the ACC network. That's it. If you're a Clemson fan, you're just going to miss the Georgia Tech season opener. Your Tigers are the national champions of a year ago. You're just going to say, oh, shrug your shoulders, I don't get the ACC network, my carrier hasn't signed up for it. I don't think so. So there are very interesting debates ongoing in other parts of the ACC footprint, even as, again, most of us. If you're a Direct TV customer, Spectrum customer, Verizon Fios customer, Hulu with live TV, not the basic Hulu, but the upgrade Hulu with live TV, YouTube TV is carrying it, Google Fiber is carrying it, PlayStation View is carrying it, something called T-Vision is carrying it, Altice, Optimum, Sudden Link, all these and dozens of others have agreed. If you're a Dish Network satellite customer, you don't have a deal yet. And if you're a Comcast customer, that is the biggest cable company in America, you are not yet uh, in position to get the ACC network as it launches tomorrow and as its exclusive games begin a week or so from now. 1 800 849 2761 will be your ticket in on our question of the day. That is for football fans. What NFL player or coach best fits the proverbial hot seat description this year? ESPN's NFL Nation asked its writers to pick one person, could be a player, could be a head coach, could be a coordinator, one person sort of in the crosshairs, under the hottest microscope. For Carolina, it was Ron Rivera. David Newton, guest of our show, wrote for ESPN.com that in his eyes, the best answer to the hot seat question is the head coach of the Carolina Panthers. I'm a huge Ron Rivera fan and believer. It is year nine, though. And in David Tepper's eyes as the new owner, Ron Rivera's (laughs) 0-for-1. He's now 4-for-8 in terms of making the playoffs. That's what he and Cam Newton are together over their careers in Charlotte. But to David Tepper, the new owner, Ron Rivera's just 0-for-1. You don't want to go 0-for-2 under the new guy. And David Newton has a point along those lines. Question of the day for NFL fans of any variation, what player or coach best fits the proverbial hot seat description? And if you're specifically a Panthers fan, do you believe Ron Rivera belongs on this list? David Newton says, yes, I'll share my thoughts. We'll welcome yours, 1-800-849-2761. There are at least seven quarterbacks on the hot seat list as produced by ESPN's NFL Nation. There are some coordinators and, yes, other head coaches beyond Ron Rivera of your Panthers, who were the respective 32 different answers, of course, just a few head coaches, not many coordinators, a lot of quarterbacks, a handful of other position players. We'll get to all of that, plus Jerry Jones versus Ezekiel Elliott, plus Antonio Brown back in Raiders camp, plus a Larry Bird controversy that involves tattoos, even though Larry Bird doesn't have any tattoos. Sounds strange, but it's an actual thing right now. USA basketball is in strange times. They're on their way to the World Cup, and yet for the first time in about 30 years, people are not assuming that the Americans will win win the gold medal. The Olympics and what's now called the World Cup, formerly the World Championship, they're the every four-year contest to determine the king of the world, if you will, in various sports, soccer, basketball, and otherwise, The USA has cranked out gold medal after gold medal after gold medal, six out of seven since they started using professional basketball players in that context. They've also won five World Cups, including the last two in a row. Why are they not the favorites this time? Why have so many people said no thank you to Team USA, now coached by Greg Popovich of the San Antonio Spurs? We'll get into that. We'll get to your ACC Network questions now. College football teams are announcing starting quarterbacks one by one nationally ranked programs like Oklahoma and Ohio State have chosen transfer QBs and plugged them into the starting lineup. Those announcements just in the last few days at Oklahoma and Ohio State. Around here, Carolina goes with the true freshman Sam Howell. Wake Forest goes with the junior Jamie Newman over a guy who started nine games last year, Sam Hartman. ECU just last night announced that young Holton Ahlers beat out Reed Herring for the starter job under first-year head coach Mike Houston. Of course, App State returns Zach Thomas. Duke gets fifth-year senior Quentin Harris. NC State has not yet made an official declaration that I have seen, but they have the former Florida State guy, Bailey Hockman. They have the veteran, Matt McKay. They have a talented redshirt freshman, Devin Leary, in the mix. So we'll talk quarterbacks, we'll talk NFL, and we'll come to your calls now. What NFL player or coach best fits the proverbial hot seat description this season? And if you're a Panthers fan, do you believe Ron Rivera belongs on that list for Carolina? As we come to those calls, what do five of the seven longest tenured head coaches in the NFL have in common right now that ninth-year Panthers coach Ron Rivera does not have? He is one of the seven longest tenured at this point. Five of the other six have something on their resumes that Ron Rivera does not And it's a glaring reason that he was David Newton's answer to who's on the hot seat for the Carolina Panthers. That answer, your phone calls, more of my thoughts and other hot seat players and coaches from around the NFL, the Larry Bird tattoo controversy. And, Darren, I'm setting the bar so high on today's program as we come to your calls, 1-800-849-2761. By the end of today's show, we're not only going to buy Greenland We're going to make sure that Mexico pays for it. 1-800-849-2761. Your phone calls on the sports headlines of the day and more on the NFL hot seat question of the day. That's next on the David Glenn Show. Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. Both great guests are third hour. That allows for your participation shortly. Roger Clemens, Sister Jean, Carly Lloyd, Antonio Brown, Ezekiel Elliott, the ACC Network, Team USA in basketball, a Larry Bird controversy. All of these things and more are on our mind as we pose the question of the day for your participation. What NFL player or coach best fits the proverbial hot seat description this year? And if you're a Panthers fan specifically, Do you believe head coach Ron Rivera is the correct answer to that question in the Carolina perspective? One thing I promised as intern Drew representing Elon takes your calls at 1-800-849-2761. It may have snuck up on you, but Ron Rivera is one of the seven longest tenured head coaches in the National Football League. And when ESPN asked its NFL Nation writers at each of the 32 teams to pick a hot seat player or coach, could be a coordinator, could be the head coach, and yes, David Newton selected Ron Rivera as the Panthers' hot seat guy this year. Only a couple head coaches made the list. Lots of quarterbacks made the list, and I'll tell you some of those shortly. And in a few cases, it was coordinators or guys maybe a little bit less obvious than you're Answers might be today. What NFL player or coach best fits the proverbial hot seat description this year? And for Panthers fans, is it Ron Rivera that best fits that description this year? 1 800 849 2761. Of the seven longest tenured head coaches in the NFL, five of the seven have something in common that if Ron Rivera had it, I think you'd look at him differently. Owner David Tepper would look at him differently. I, a huge Ron Rivera believer and supporter, would look at him even more positively than I already do. And you may have guessed it by now, but it is a Super Bowl ring as a head coach in his current position. Now, y'all know Bill Belichick has been around forever, since 2000 with the Patriots. He's got six of those rings. You may have forgotten the order, but Sean Payton of the Saints is the next longest tenured head coach. He has only one, but he has won Super Bowl championship, and he's had him knocking on the door in other years with Drew Brees at the controls. The next longest-tenured guy gets some heat from his own fan base from time to time, but what does Mike Tomlin have that Ron Rivera does not? One Super Bowl title. Only one again, but one. So if you're comparing Ron Rivera to Bill Belichick, of course he's going to fail miserably, juxtaposed against the guy he has to deal with tomorrow night in preseason game number three. But that's really an unfair comparison. That's arguably the greatest head coach in the history of the NFL. Compared with his contemporaries, the other, six, the other five guys who have been around at least since 2011 when the Carolina Panthers hired Ron Rivera and then drafted Cam Newton number one overall out of Auburn. The other names on this list, John Harbaugh, Baltimore Ravens, been there since 2008. What does he have? One and only one Super Bowl title. Pete Carroll, Seattle Seahawks, one and only one Super Bowl title. Now, they've been to the playoffs more often than Ron Rivera has. Ron's batting average is 500. Eight years, four playoff appearances. These other guys... You know, Sean Payton's led the Saints to the playoffs seven times. Mike Tomlin has led the Steelers to the playoffs eight times. Now, they've also been there even longer than Ron Rivera's eight years with the Carolina Panthers. But Harbaugh, seven trips with the Ravens. Pete Carroll, seven trips to the postseason with the Seahawks. I said five out of the seven longest tenured head coaches have that one thing in common. Yes, it is one Super Bowl title in most cases. It is six Super Bowl titles in Belichick's case. Do you all know who the other guy among the longest tenured coaches is that does not yet have a Super Bowl? There's only two guys who have been in their current positions at least since 2011 or longer and have not won a Super Bowl. Makes sense, right? Logically speaking, if you're in the same place long enough, let's say a decade or longer, and Ron Rivera is not crazy far from that, and you never win the Super Bowl, well, you're probably not invited back at some point certainly not for a second decade. The Marvin Lewis situation in Cincinnati even eventually had to come to an end. He did some good things. He made a bunch of playoff trips. But at some point, maybe you're not the guy to take us over that final hump. We thank you for your service. It's a mutual divorce in admiration even sometimes. But Jason Garrett of the Cowboys and Ron Rivera of the Panthers are the only two answers to who's been around that long and yet hasn't won the Super Bowl yet. Ron Rivera at least has been to the Super Bowl. Jason Garrett can't even say that. So when the ESPN writers at NFL Nation, one by one, 32 different franchises, you might not be surprised by some of these. If you're the Chicago Bears and you're excited about your coach, Matt Nagy, and you're excited about your defense, and you're excited by other parts of the supporting cast, guess who was the hot seat answer for the Chicago Bears when they posed this question to the writers at NFL Nation. Former UNC star Mitch Trubisky, if you're the rookie, you're probably not the hot seat guy. If the supporting cast is not good enough, you're probably not the hot seat guy. If you f- think you've found the right coach and you've gotten Khalil Mack and other impact players for your defense, and you think you've surrounded the QB spot with a good supporting cast on that side of the ball, and Mitch Trubisky has been good-ish, but not good enough, and now you're in year three? I mean, I could have done that one blindfolded, and I'm not even on the Chicago Bears beat. If you're in year three, and you were a high first-round draft pick, and you're playing the most important position on the field, and they believe they've got everything else they need to make a run at the Super Bowl, you're the definition. Like, out of all these quarterbacks who were the answers to that question, Mitch Trubisky might have been the most obvious. Marcus Mariota of the Tennessee Titans made this list. Jimmy Garoppolo, did you see his 0.0 quarterback rating as he was trying to shake off the rust of inactivity when he played for the 49ers the other night? He was the answer to the San Francisco hot seat question. Jameis Winston, duh, of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, man. It's do or die time. We all know what you did at Florida State. You haven't done anything like that as a high draft pick for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Andy Dalton in Cincinnati, Eli Manning of the Giants, even Josh Rosen, new guy with the Miami Dolphins, those seven quarterbacks were the hot seat answers at those seven franchises. Only a couple coaches were the answers at that ESPN hot seat question, and guess what? They were the two guys who lacked the Super Bowl ring but have been around for eight years or longer. It's that simple. Jason Garrett was the Cowboys' answer, hot seat. Ron Rivera was the Panthers' answer, hot seat. And my list of things that I like, respect, and admire about Ron Rivera is way longer than my questions. To be fair, do I think he gives the Panthers an edge the way Bill Belichick gives the Patriots an edge? No. But again, that bar is a little bit ridiculous there aren't more than a handful of coaches that I believe are truly difference makers to the degree that a Bill Belichick is. And I mean, in my 40 plus years watching the NFL, it's just an unfair bar to ask Ron Rivera to leap over. But compared to his contemporaries, Sean Payton, Mike Tomlin, John Harbaugh, Pete Carroll, et cetera, Andy Reid's been around a long time, even with the Chiefs, Mike Zimmer, is at this point, you know, a relatively experienced head coach with the Vikings, Bill O'Brien with the Houston Texans. I'd rather have Ron Rivera than probably half of those guys I just mentioned. But is he the be-all, end-all answer in the eyes of David Tepper? Probably not. Why? Because he's 0-for-1 in trying to get to the playoffs under David Tepper. Does David Tepper chalk up last year as an anomaly? Because they were looking like a playoff team before Cam's shoulder problems started and the wheels came off in the second half? We don't know the answer to that question. We do know that David Tepper came from a franchise. Remember, he was the minority owner of the Pittsburgh Steelers where they go to the playoffs almost all the time. There's, there are only so many franchises that you're surprised when they don't make the postseason. And the Pittsburgh Steelers have been one of those franchises, including during the time that David Tepper was a minority owner Uh, under the Rooney family there in Pittsburgh. He brings that winning mentality football style to Charlotte. He brings $13 billion of personally built wealth. That's a form of success. He was not born with a silver spoon in his mouth. He created that hedge fund company, and he made that $13 billion his way. Probably not a guy who wants to see successive playoff misses after coming from a place where the bar is set so high in Pittsburgh that it's a shock when you fail to make it once and alarm bells are ringing if you fail to make it a couple times in a row. David Newton's words, I thought, were poignant at ESPN.com when he picked Ron Rivera as the Panthers answer to this question. If there is no trip to the playoffs, it's hard to imagine team owner David Tepper not making a major move. I don't think that's an exaggeration. And I say that as somebody who likes, respects, and admires Ron Rivera As a person, I'd love for him to represent my company. Absolutely, positively, no doubt about it. Great in the community, great with the media. Guys like playing for him. He's a good human being. I just can't emphasize enough how much I've enjoyed his presence here on the David Glenn Show and even meeting him face-to-face a handful of times. He's navigated both at one extreme, Jerry Richardson, former team owner, being guilty, or accused of, with heavy evidence behind it, some serious charges of racism and sexism and other nasty things. And Ron Rivera, while respectful of a guy he calls Mr. Richardson to this day, navigated those waters as the face of the franchise when Mr. Richardson often couldn't be found for public comment. Other end of the spectrum, Eric Reed kneeling. David Tepper's okay with that. Ron Rivera was born into a military family. And Ron Rivera goes to bat for his players on all sorts of issues. But Ron Rivera's wiring does not take easily the idea of kneeling during the national anthem. And you all know how I feel about that, and I know how you feel about that. Ron Rivera's place as a person of color on the one hand but as a man from a military family who respects his dad and his dad's journey intensely and has shared that on our airwaves, among other places, that's a tricky situation to be in, just as it is tricky to be the head coach under the guy who owns the team and is the subject of this expose unveiling all sorts of outrageous behavior by the owner himself. If you can navigate the Jerry Richardson stuff, and help represent the Panthers in positive ways through that negativity? If you can navigate the Eric Reed stuff, remember, as a former linebacker, a former defensive coordinator, we need a safety, he said. David Tepper's one of the only owners that would sign Eric Reed because some view him as kryptonite because he was one of those who kneeled next to Colin Kaepernick. Ron Rivera's... Acumen as a defensive mastermind, I think, is beyond question. Former player, former defensive coordinator with success, and when the defense has needed fixing in Carolina, as the head coach, he sometimes gets down and dirty and his fingerprints are all over the improvement on that side of the ball. He hasn't always made the greatest decisions, in my eyes, at offensive coordinator, for example, but Norv Turner worked out well last year prior to Cam's injury. That's a lot of complication to navigate. Ron Rivera, in those intangible ways, to me, gets A-pluses. In those winning ways, when you narrow the definition of what a head coach should be and what you want representing your franchise, off the field, A-pluses. On the field, let's give him a B, in my eyes. No, of course he's not, Bill Belichick. He may not even be offensive guru Sean Payton, right? He may not even be special teams guru John Harbaugh. With the Ravens, I'll take him over Jason Garrett of the Cowboys any day of the week. I would take him over Bill O'Brien of the Texans any day of the week. It's a scary situation to know that you have done a good job, not a great job, but Ron Rivera's critics, I think, pushed too far in the other direction. And to know that because you have a new owner, if you missed the playoffs for the second year in a row, the only two years of the David Tepper era, David Newton of ESPN could be right in singling you out as the Panthers player or coach most firmly on the proverbial hot seat. 1-800-849-2761 is your ticket into the program. That's an answer to the question of the day. What is yours? What NFL player or coach best fits the proverbial hot seat description this year? And if you're a Panthers fan, do you believe Ron Rivera is the right answer to the question or is it somebody else? You can chime in at 1-800-849-2761. Meanwhile... Baker Mayfield of the Browns has backpedaled a little bit. He did this after our show yesterday after calling out the New York Giants selection of Duke's quarterback, Daniel Jones, at number six overall because whereas a huge majority of successful NFL quarterbacks had winning records just as Baker Mayfield did in college, in his case at Oklahoma, Daniel Jones, remember, had a losing record as a starting quarterback for the Duke Blue Devils And Baker Mayfield, I don't think he can play. He's trying to blame the media, and he's trying to backpedal. Says, I don't have anything against Daniel Jones. I like him. I respect him. I wish him well. Well, I know it's it's in vogue to blame the media whenever you don't like anything these days in the United States, but Baker Mayfield said the words that he said to GQ. And he said it blew his mind that somebody could use the sixth overall pick on a guy who didn't even have a winning record in college. That's why these scouts screw up all the time. They don't put enough emphasis on winning. Baker said that. Now, you can believe that it's the media's fault if you want to believe that. But Baker is backpedaling toward the the former Duke star, Daniel Jones. More on that story and how Larry Bird, Is in the headlines today. The controversy involves tattoos, even though Larry Bird personally has no tattoos. That weird story with your phone calls, including on the question of the day, next on The David Glenn Show. I pray for the other team, uh, perhaps not as hard. That's what people tell me. So, uh, but. We have got we have we have God on our side and uh, these young men have great faith and if you don't have confidence and faith then you might as well not be playing. Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. I think we can all wish together a happy one hundredth birthday today to that lady, Sister Jean the official team chaplain for Loyola Chicago back in 2018 at the NCAA tournament. They made that magical run to the Final Four. Those were actually her words from back then, not today. Although she did share, I believe, some life advice as of course the media came scrambling to her uh, a little bit earlier. I've never celebrated a month before, she said, but why not, you only get to be 100 once. That is like being, cin- that it's like being Cinderella, You only get to do it one time, she told WGN-TV in Chicago a little bit earlier this week. One of the great mascots unofficially in recent college basketball history. We have a floating question of the day that allows for your participation. I am about to answer one of your ACC Network questions. The question is this, for NFL fans, which player or coach best fits the proverbial hot seat description this year? And if you're a Panthers fan, do you agree with David Newton of ESPN that Ron Rivera himself, the head coach, is the correct answer to that question. Jason Garrett, the only other long-tenured head coach in the NFL. Again, the other five longest have won at least one Super Bowl. In Bill Belichick's case, he has six of those rings. Jason Garrett hired in 2010, has not won the Super Bowl, has not been to a Super Bowl. Not surprisingly, he joined Ron Rivera of your Panthers as as the only head coaches nominated as those franchises, hot seat players or coaches. You can jump in with your answers, Panthers or otherwise, at 1-800-849-2761. David Newton wrote this, Ron Rivera is a two-time NFL coach of the year, so there's no doubt he's good at what he does. Players respect him as a former player and a highly regarded defensive mind, but if the Panthers don't have a winning season, that'll make it two straight and three of four not making the playoffs. New owner David Tepper has been patient thus far. He's given Rivera the players to transition to that 3-4 defense, and he built him a much-needed indoor practice facility. So there are no excuses. And if there's no trip to the playoffs this time, it's hard to imagine David Tepper not making a major move. That was David Newton, one of our regular guests at ESPN.com. ESPN's NFL Nation picked one person, coordinator, head coach, or player at each of the 32 programs. Pretty good feature there that paints 32 different pictures around the NFL. In Dallas, you'd have to guess that the fans are impatient. We don't host a show in Texas, but I've seen enough from afar to know that Jason Garrett is on a similar hot seat. Jerry Jones always says, he's my guy, he's my guy. I don't feel like I'm close to pulling the trigger. But Jason Garrett, a reminder, his contract does expire after this season. So you can be the hot seat coach because you've been there since 2010 and never even made a Super Bowl. It doubles in terms of hotness when your contract expires because you all know the deal, whether it's a college coach, there's a buyout that makes it expensive for you to go away. And then you have the new expenses of hiring the new guy when you're at the end of your deal. And in college sports, that never happens. I mean, you just never get to the end of your deal. You tell your AD, if you don't extend my contract, how can I recruit? These guys want to know that I'm going to be here for three or four years or whatever. In the NFL, it doesn't have to work that way. NBA, it doesn't have to work that way. Jason Garrett is in his last season of his contract and has a lot of people genuinely asking, why haven't you taken the Dallas Cowboys further? The last time Jerry Jones put Garrett under intense heat was five years ago. Garrett was kind of hanging by this same string. If you remember, the Cowboys went 12 and 4 that year. They actually won a playoff game, and then they had a controversial loss in the divisional round. Right after that, you're hanging by a thread. You need a good year. It's the proverbial contract year, right? Players and agents talk about it all the time. I have a feeling you're going to see the best of my guy this year because he knows he's in a contract year. Well, coaches are smart that way, too. They don't have as direct a route to success, but Jason Garrett hanging by a thread in 2014 put together that year – And off the back of that year, signed the five-year, $30 million contract that comes to an end after the 2019 season. 1-800-849-2761 is your ticket into the program. We'll get to your calls on the other side. We'll welcome John Beeson from the ACC Network in our third hour. We'll welcome Jeff Elliott, formerly of the ACC, now of the North Carolina Sports Hall of Fame, as well. And I'll tell you some of the other answers to the hot seat question Cowboys and Panthers, it was their head coaches on the hot seat. Bears, Titans, Niners, Buccaneers, Bengals, Giants, and Dolphins, it was their starting quarterback on the hot seat. Other franchises went in different directions for a variety of reasons. More on those stories and the Larry Bird controversy. He doesn't have any tattoos, but an artist rendering of him has lots of tattoos. He's not happy about it. And now there's a ruckus. That story and your calls next on the David Glenn Show. Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. Two great guests later. Your phone calls now. Floating question is on the NFL and the Panthers. Which player or coach best fits the proverbial hot seat description this year? Brandon Raleigh wants to jump in on that. For Panthers fans, we want to know if you agree with David Newton of ESPN who selected Ron Rivera. As the best example of a hot seat figure for this year's Panthers. Four trips out of eight to the postseason for Cam Newton and Ron Rivera in those eight years together. But 0 for 1 during the David Tepper era, he has high expectations. He does not expect an 0 for 2. In that regard, I see why David Newton singled out Ron Rivera. There are others, preseason MVP Curtis Samuel. If he followed up the preseason camp MVP with a dud of a regular season after being a second-round pick and having a bad first year, a better second year, he's got to build on that momentum. Otherwise, he's the spotlight guy, right? Because if you're that high a draft pick and you're three or four years into your deal, that is the ultimate fork in the road of your professional football life. And if you play well in a contract year or heading toward one, guess what? That second deal is a lot better in almost all cases than your rookie deal. If by the time you come up for those conversations, you're still a disappointment, you're not going to get a second deal of value, and you might not get a second deal at all. Brandon, welcome to the David Glenn Show. Who is your hot seat person, coach, or player for your NFL team this year? Uh, Not my NFL team, but I think that one is getting overlooked. is Matt, Patricia, and Detroit. I think that if Detroit finishes last again in their division, with Matt Stafford coming into the end of his prime, entering the back of his career, that they're going to follow that trend of offensive minded coaches. This year's draft coming up is going to have nothing but wide receivers coming out. They're probably going to try to get a young minded heavy offensive coach and try to do something heavy, but If he doesn't finish strong this year and they finish last in that division, guarantee he's going to be gone. It's funny. This year, we're looking at eight first-year guys. I mean, that's a crazy number, right? One quarter of the league. Not that there has never been a first-year dismissal. That does happen occasionally. But those are eight guys that you'd think at least would be given a little time. I know there are some famous exceptions to that. So put those eight off to the side. Even if they have a bad year, they'll probably get a little leash. Second-year coaches that are under scrutiny will include, for sure, Matt Patricia of the Detroit Lions. There's the whole story, A, about Belichick's disciples far more often failing than succeeding. And then I think Brandon's putting his finger on a very important point after last year's 6-10 and 10 for the Lions. I forget Matthew Stafford's exact contract situ- situation, but... You have to have the right offensive mind next to the guy that you have built your franchise around. And Matthew Stafford, all the scouts agree, man, at his best, he's a top 10 NFL quarterback. And yet the Lions rarely have been anything close to a top 10 NFL team. Matt Patricia, of course, has a defensive background, got the endorsement of Bill Belichick, but Matt Patricia is not personally the guy who's going to get the best out of Matthew Stafford. Matt Patricia's offensive staff has to be that guy, and I think you're right. I, I, I would add Pat Shermer of the Giants to this list, right? 5-11 and 11 last year, that was his first season in New York, but dot, dot, dot. How well is he going to manage the Eli versus Daniel Jones thing? How is he going to utilize Sa- Saquon Barkley? Were they really a 5-11 and 11 team last year, or should they, they have been better than that? John Gruden, by the way, appreciate the call, Brandon. Have you seen Hard Knocks yet, Darren? I'm a fan of Hard Knocks. I am, too. I've seen bits and pieces. I can't say that I've sat down and watched entire episodes. John Gruden mic'd up. I don't know if everybody else feels this way. Makes what is a great concept. I think Hard Knocks, the HBO special, behind the scenes at an NFL camp all season long, right? that Panthers documentary is different in my eyes because it was a look back at last year after everything was done. I will, I'll ask everybody out there, which would be, which would you be more likely to be okay with? They film stuff for three or four months, and then they get to talk to you about what makes it into the documentary and what does not. And then they put it together afterward, where you're not disrupting your season, right? It's just a look back at the 2018 Panthers, what went right, what went wrong. Luke Kuechly actually curses behind the scenes occasionally. I mean, all this interesting stuff, and I really believe, I, I really mean when I say that, really compelling content, but all, it's all a look in the rearview mirror. Imagine control freaks like NFL general managers and NFL head coaches being approached with the hard knocks concept, which is week to week. You want to talk about distractions, man? Antonio Brown is a living, breathing human distraction with his cryotherapy and his lawsuits left and right, one from a chef, one from an apartment complex. I mean, are you kidding me? And now he can't find the right helmet, although he was back practicing yesterday. As if you don't have enough distractions, now Hard Knocks picks the Raiders this year. And John Gruden, remember another second-year coach like Matt Patricia, like Pat Shermer in New York, John Gruden has the burden of 4-12 and 12 last year. John Gruden's working with Mike Mayak now. They just had the dramatic, AB's got to be all in or all out because 89 other guys are busting their tails to try to make the Raiders everything that we can be. That's drama in itself. Before you get to hard knocks, there are cameras everywhere. That's why it's good for us as consumers. If I were in their shoes, I wouldn't be all that excited about it. Now, again, as a consumer, I just saw the most recent episode last night. Maria's on a business trip. Anthony is back at ECU in college. So, man, it's wide open, Darren. In fact, your Red Sox play my Phillies on MLB Network tonight, which I know you don't have. So you want to talk about a quiet house, man? It's me, the dog, sometimes my daughter, and that's it. And I don't know if you want to see my Phillies beat your Red Sox for the second time. (laughs) Just kidding. John Gruden, I think, has a longer leash. Well, we all know because of the size and length and term of that contract. John Gruden is still going to be the Raiders coach when they move to Las Vegas. You can't say those same kind of statements about Matt Patricia in Detroit or even Pat Shermer in New York. Every situation is different. We might even see. Who knows if Cliff Kingsbury fell on his face in Arizona, didn't they just give They just gave the Panthers former defensive coordinator only one year. We're back after this.